This is the Living in Fierce Alignment podcast, your go-to place for mindset transformation, self-empowerment, and personal development. I'm your host, Kayla. I'm a mindset coach for ambitious human beings who are wildly passionate about up-leveling themselves so that they can live a limitless life with ease. I'm here to show you how to create the life of your dreams and powerfully step into your full potential, and of course, live fiercely. So let's get started. Welcome back to the Living in Fierce Alignment podcast. My name is Kayla, and today I'm interviewing a friend of mine that I met on Instagram named Victoria. She's a personal stylist, so we connected back in January 2021. It's July now, and she reached out because I was looking for people to interview my podcast channel. We've been chatting in the DMs, and she wanted to come on, and I was like, yes, because we're going to talk about something very unique today. And it's totally going to involve spirituality, but just in a completely different realm, something I've never talked about before. So I'm really, really looking forward to sharing this with you. So Victoria, I would love if you can share about yourself, tell us where you're from and a bit about yourself, and then we're just going to dive into a conversation. Yes. Hi, I'm Victoria Havlick. I am a personal stylist based out of Atlanta, Georgia. I started styling in 2017. I had my first job out of college and within a month of being trained, they laid off 500 people in the company, including myself. And I had no experience. I didn't even like the job that I was doing at the time. And so I started styling one of my friends who'd been asking me for a few years to style her because I had time. And she was telling me that she didn't like going out because she felt like she had nothing to wear and she felt embarrassed and shameful. And I hated that for her because I know what it feels to feel that way I felt that way a lot when I was younger but then as I got older I was learning to cultivate my own sense of personal style so I started helping her and we would just go shopping we would start at like 10 a.m and we'd finish at like 9 p.m and we did that for a few days in a row on and off for about two months and we pretty much got rid of most of the things in her closet because they no longer resonated with her and didn't show who she was as a person and we brought in new clothes that she loved and everyone's reactions and her confidence in herself just changed because people were like, who styled you? And she was just like excited to go to different events. It was around Christmas time. So she had a lot of parties to go to. And she just kept telling me like, you need to do this as a job. And I started styling a few other people around that time too. And it was men and women. And it was such a good time. And I think it was something that actually kept me like I have, I've had depression in the past and I could have easily really slipped back into that. And there were days when I was unemployed where I was laying in bed till 5 PM and just like at my parents' house, like I'm never going to get a job. I have no experience. If I get a job, I'm going to have to do the job I was doing before because that's the only experience I have, but there's only like a month of it on my resume and going through all those emotions and styling her really helps bring out a side of me that I never really let myself express before. And so I got another job in February of 2018 that I manifested. And I knew that I was going to have to start the styling business at some point, but I didn't know when. And so 2019 rolls around and I started feeling really uneasy with myself and just like anxious all the time. Like, is this what's for me? I don't know. Do I need to get another job? And I started just like praying and meditating. And I heard the universe tell me, 
just wait. I will tell you when to go. And I, I would just sit <laughs> at the edge of my bed every night being like, and I was raised Catholic. I don't practice it anymore, but at the time it resonated. And I just remember sitting there and being like, what does this mean? Cause it was so clear in my ear and throughout my life, I've heard those messages very clear in my ear. And I was like, okay, I just have to, you know, be patient. And then I started hearing, start preparing yourself. So it was like March of 2019, I started getting a website and I was like, I have no idea what I'm doing. I had a Squarespace website. I felt like the biggest imposter that walks the face of the earth. And I just was like, I just wanted to hide all the time. And I started telling people like, hey, I'm thinking of doing this personal styling business. And just saying that and vocalizing out loud was really like, shaking for me because I was like people are gonna ask me my credentials like <laughs> I didn't go to school for it um and so we get to about August of 2019 and I was like okay I need to do a, like a branding photo shoot and I remember doing that shoot I was excited but also again that fear of imposter syndrome just kept coming up for me and I was like, okay, when do I like launch this Instagram handle? Because that was my way of announcing to the world that I was going to be doing this. And I had been styling people on the side for free or very low cost up until this time. And so December, 2019 rolls around and I'm just like sitting on the couch. And I remember I had ha listened to this podcast from Gabby Bernstein and I never heard of her before, but I had gotten the flu at that time. And I was walking and I just listened to it. And that just shifted my life because I felt I was vibrating really low. So my vibration was low. And I remember just thinking like, I think my cells like at a cellular level are vibrating low. And I was like, I had to make a change because I was going to work every day. Like this job that was once my dream job became my living hell like because I'd go into work I'd be crying in the bathroom I'd be having anxiety attacks I'd be working really long hours I wouldn't be hanging out with my friends because I would be like nope I gotta work till like 9 or 10 p.m and it was really self-induced at that point I mean there was definitely a mix of team dynamic and self-induced but it was just a really interesting time so when I listened to that Gabby Bernstein podcast something lit up in my DNA I remember just feeling that and I was sending it to my family and friends like y'all need to listen to this. Cause like this made me feel some type of way that I've never felt in my life before. And so as I started walking into work, I started writing a gratitude list on my phone every day. And I still have this list on my phone. And I was looking at it yesterday. Cause I was like, damn, I've come so far. Like I would write down every single person in my life that I was so grateful for the seat warmers in my car, having jacket options, all my earrings, my clothes, the interactions I was having with people, the green light that I got when I asked for it, every single thing. And my life just started slowly changing. And I was like, okay, universe, like, when is it time? And it, I just kept hearing, I'll tell you go. So I started, you know, prepping my Instagram caption to tell my friends and family that I'm doing this. And I was so scared shitless. And I used to, I still get these quotes in my inbox from the deacon at my parents' church. And the day that I launched my business, the quote was refine ourselves in love. And my company's name is refined by V. And I was like, like, I still get chills talking about it. Like, I was like, holy shit, this is it. And I pressed like <laughs> publish and 
my life shifted. And so I started styling people through my business in the beginning of 2020. And I was like burning myself out already because that's all I really knew was like just hustle, hustle, hustle. So I was like doing my work and then I'd be going to people's houses that night, cleaning their closet or doing outfit things, or I'd be doing it on the weekend. And I was like, this is not going to be sustainable because I can't be doing both. And so I had been going to a shaman in 2018 and I remember him saying like, you're going to find a mentor when the time is right. So fast forward to 2020, I was like, I need a mentor. And I just like felt it. And so this one stylist I had been following on Instagram for probably about a year. I even had an email drafted to send to her, but I was so afraid to, I was like, I am like literally like, and it's so, again, an imposter. And one day she posted something on Instagram and I just like, it was in her stories and I like sent her a DM and then she like sent one back so quick. And I was like, she is so awesome. And so I was like, Hey, like, can I ask you some questions about, you know, being a stylist? And I had reached out to a few different people that were stylists. And she was like, actually, I have a mentor. And so she put me in touch with a mentor. That mentor is actually opening up her coaching program for stylists that next week. And I was just like, holy moly. And that like, again, changed my life. Like there's just so many different points that were like, it wasn't one big event. It was all these little ones. And that mentor is actually very into spirituality. So she introduced me to other mentors and I've been on this journey since then. And in May of 2020, I remember, I don't like talk about it a lot publicly, but I'm like, I feel like I need to. I, things like started getting like, I think it's because I was home alone, but I just remember laying on my couch just one specific night and I had reached out to a friend from college. And in college, I was definitely more of like a party girl and definitely not like into the spiritual stuff at all. And this friend was also like a party person and we had connected over spirituality somehow. Like, I don't know how the conversation got going. And I reached out to her in May and I was like, dude, I don't know what's happening, but like, I feel like I need to reach out to you and chat. And like, she was like, we just started talking about all these spiritual things. And I remember that night I was laying on my couch and I was just like crying. Cause I was like, I felt like I was having a death of me. And I was like, what is happening? And that night I went and laid on my floor. Cause I was like, I just need to be grounded. Like, again, I had never really done any of this stuff before, but like, I just had all these like hits to go do these things. And I had asked, I was like, okay, I've heard of spirit guides. So I'm going to ask my spirit guides to like come tonight and like help me. Cause like, I'm struggling really hardcore. Everything is just so forced in my life. And I feel like I'm just on this hamster wheel that is constantly just not getting anywhere. So that night I remember like two men and this like black jacket suit type thing with the top hat think of like men in black, but like 1920s style. I don't know why. And I just remember being like, who are you? And like them just being like, we're here to help. And I, till this day, I'm like, I feel like they were more, they weren't necessarily spirit guides, but they were more like helpers to get me to where I needed to be. Like they were, I don't know what the word is. Like, <laughs> well, like, like spirit guides, that I yeah. feel like, or even just, you know, if they were archangels or something, I don't know that much about arch- archangels, but it just, do- it does sound like spirit guides. They came to yeah. you while you were dreaming. Like, is that? Yeah, it was around like 3am. And like, for me, I've always had visitations from people at 3am. 
And so like ever since I was a little girl, and again, I had repressed all of this for such a long time because when I talked about it to people, they looked at me like I had 15 heads and I'm like, it's just easier to <laughs> like play along with everyone and like play with what everyone else is talking about sometimes because I don't feel like having to argue myself. And so that next day I woke up and everything, like I could see the vibrations of everything, like a sign, people, trees, like everything was vibrating. And I was like, what the hell? And I was texting my uncle who has been very spiritual for a long time. And I was like, I just need to reach out to him because like my family is not gonna understand. Like, and he was like, I went through a very similar thing at your age. Like it runs in our family. And so that happened. And I just remember being like mourning for a few days of being like, I felt like I was holding my own funeral. <laughs> I was like, because I was telling like my friends and family, I was like, I'm never going to be the same again. Like that version of Victoria no longer exists. And I'm scared because I don't know what this new version holds. And so, and I was like asking my sister, I was like, have you ever gone through this? Like, I think I went through a spiritual awakening. Mind you, never heard the term spiritual awakening before in my life, but I knew what it was. So that happened. And then just like things started happening and I started seeing angel numbers and people I was meeting. It was just so wild because I was like, I had been living in this world of like, everything was just so black and white, like yes or no. And like, I had to do it all myself. And then it just like something changed. And so from that day on, I feel like I was just such a, I've been a different person and I love and cherish every single version of myself up until right now. And I will continue to do that. Like, you know, I think sometimes like when I was starting and I was like, oh, like shameful of all the things I've done in my past, but I'm like, you know, I had to do those things to get to where I am and appreciate to who I am today, because if those things didn't happen, I wouldn't have the lessons that I learned from them. So that is like a long winded version of like who I am and how I, how I got here today. I, I love everything that you just shared. And yeah, that, that was so cool. Like it was, it just really sounded like you did trust your intuition and you just kept taking action and taking action and being patient. I want to ask you, are you into human design? Yes. Are you a manifesting generator? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I am. Does Um, that make sense? (laughs) Yes. Yes. I was, I like, how much do you know about human design? I know that I am a specific manifester, which makes complete sense. Oh, what else do I know? So as a manifester, like as a manifesting generator, I was like listening to you and I was like, okay, she has to be a manifesting generator. Like just because the ma- a manifesting generator type of person, like they do things quickly, they'll skip steps. They will like be inspired by something, move on to the next thing. Like there's a lot of quick like movements and it was a lot of, I could hear that you were responding to things and then like you would initiate right and that's literally the craft of a manifesting generator so I was like I bet you she's a manifesting (laughs) generator (laughs) that is amazing oh my gosh okay I have to read this to you I don't know if you saw this in my story but I'm just gonna open up my Instagram really quick because I found these quotes last night and you're going to shit your pants when I tell you this oh I love to shit my pants tell me just okay To love someone long-term is to attend a thousand funerals of the people they used to be. Oh my gosh. And then the next one is to love someone is to attend a thousand births of the person they are becoming. Wow. 
And when you were sharing, that was going through my head. And I thought I literally posted that, like I shared it in my Instagram stories last night. And that's literally what you just described was <laughs> you like having funerals and, and just this awakening, like you were birthing a new version of yourself and like loving yourself enough to trust your intuition and take this action and pursue this very unique career that you're creating. The other thing with manifesting generators as well is that they are meant to create things like just they create new things. You're like, I'm going to bring spirituality and personal style together. And this is what we're going to do now. Oh, I like that resonates so much. I just have like chills again. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. If you, you, if you have your chart, what is your profile? Do you remember? I feel like you might have a Two, four. four. Two, four. That's so yeah. funny. Yeah. I was like, I feel like you have a four. So the four has to do with being a networker, like community, like bringing resources to your community and also just connecting people, being social. And I, in just in the nature of the work that you're doing is like connecting people, like giving them the resources, like this is your style. Like this is how we're going to bring out your spirituality. This is how you're going to connect with yourself. Right. And then the two is what we call the natural. So being a two, four, so you're going to experience yourself as like someone who just gets things naturally. Like, like, for example, literally you being a two, four manifesting generator and discovering and creating this career from nothing, like from thin air, you said it, I didn't have experience in this. Like I didn't go to school for this. Like it came so naturally to you. Right. So you might notice too, because the two, four is a bit of a contrast. The two has like hermit tendencies or you like yeah. need your time alone. And then the four is like the social butterfly. And then people are going to like, probably lean on you to be that person to bring people together as well. But yep. then you might feel, you might feel this like, but I just want to be alone and do my own thing. So there's like a major contrast there too. So it's like, it's quite a balance balancing act. So that's so, that's so cool. Did that resonate with you? so much like I I like for so long I'm like I'm an introvert but then I'm also such an extrovert at the same time like and I'm always the person that's planning things and bringing people together yeah but then I'm like okay like after that I'm drained for yes. a few days until I recharge myself totally that is like a classic two four manifesting generator and you're living in alignment too because you're obviously creating a life that you love and like the universe is just like delivering all these amazing things to you to continue to grow your career that's so cool Oh my gosh. I love, I obviously love human design so much. I literally bring it into every podcast episode now, especially when I interview people. I'm like, are you like, what is your design? And I, I meant that, you know, it's funny. That's what I was going to ask you before we hit record. And I forgot, but it's funny because it naturally came up and I had a hunch you were a manifesting generator and I had a hunch you had a four in your profile, which is so <laughs> funny. Oh, love it. I love that. Yes. Oh my gosh. Can we talk a little bit more before we hit record, we were chatting about how, you know, you really see different styles, different colors, like different pieces of clothing have energy and like how that affects people. I would love for you to dive into that. Yeah. So for so long to give backstory on this, when I was younger, my parents, they were like, if you want things that are outside of like, you know, food and shampoo and all that stuff like you need to work for it and so I started babysitting when I was 10 years old and I was like I wanted to make money to start dressing myself because I have two older sisters and they're five and eight years older than me and all their handy downs by the time I got them were like out of style and I just remember I went to Catholic school my whole life but we'd have certain days where we would have like they're called tag days 
So you would get to dress, you had to bring like a can of food and 25 cents. I remember it. And you got to dress up whatever way you wanted to. And I remember just always struggling so hard. I'd have such anxiety around those days because I'm like, I don't have anything to wear. And my body was different than my sister's. And so things didn't fit and they had very specific parameters of what you had to wear. And I just remember feeling like so sad because all my friends were wearing like the newest Abercrombie or Hollister or American Eagle things. And I was like, I'm wearing this like handy down stuff that doesn't fit me well. So I'm having to put a bunch of camis on to like cover my body. From that point on, I was like, I never wanted to feel that way again, because it just felt so like crummy to me to be doing that. So I was like, I'm just going to start babysitting a lot and like make money so I can like go shopping for things. And I started realizing that like, I had a very awkward puberty phase. I mean, I think most people do. And I just remember in high school being like, I like really liked dressing up. This was the time of like the Kardashians and like, so the big six, six, <clears throat> six inch platforms and all of that. So I started, you know, trying to kind of mimic that. And I realized that like when I was going places that I was feeling different about myself, also, that confidence I was exuding was having people respond to me a different way. And I just really liked doing that because I had, I love telling this story. So one time my sister and I went to Belk. It's a department store. And I, we went like no makeup on, like I think like just like sweats. And there was a guy working there and he just like ignored us, didn't even help us. Well, the next day her and I dressed to the nines and like, <laughs> or like huge heels. Cause we used to wear heels to the mall. I don't understand that anymore, but back then I did. <laughs> and he literally stopped talking to who he was helping and came over to us and was like, what can I help you ladies with? Like, and he ended up telling us to go to a different store to get what we wanted at a better price. And I just remember being like, wow, how I show up really, and I felt so different too. I didn't feel confident in myself at that time versus the next day. It was literally the next day. And so I've been kind of just studying that for a while. And I, my fashion sense never really fit in with what other people were wearing either. Like I just didn't like doing that. I didn't like feeling basic and there's nothing wrong with being quote basic at all, but it just did not resonate with me as a person. So just taking that knowledge and then mixing that with my spiritual awakening when I started seeing vibrations of things, I started realizing that our clothing had energy. I mean, everything is energy and it has a vibration. So where you get your clothing from and how the meaning that you're attaching to it is going to affect how you show up. If you put on, if you have those sweats that you're like, oh, these are my fat sweats. I feel terrible in these then that is going to resonate into how you feel because I've had those like, and then if you're like, Hey, this is my hot, like sexy dress in this bra, you're going to show up that way and feel that way. And there's so many layers to it. I don't think that there's ever one answer to one thing and that there's a right or wrong because, you know, growing up in a very masculine environment, everything was just black or white. It's either this or it's that. And I'm learning that like, it's just going to resonate differently with everyone. So like, I can't tell you like this jean jacket is going to make you feel amazing. Cause like on me, it feels great, but it might not on someone else. So like, just kind of for anyone that 
is like interested in this and was like, how does this resonate? Just start thinking about how does your clothing make you feel? Look at your underwear that it has. Does it have holes in it? Like, does your shirt have pills on it? How does that make you feel when you wear it? Where did you get it from? Is it from a thrift store? Did you wash it? Did you set an intention with it? Is it potentially fast fashion? Nothing wrong with fast fashion, but just be aware of where it could have come from. Be aware of all those different things. And it's not to make you overthink things. It's just to start getting you to tap into it because then once you realize it, you can start manipulating your clothing to your environment. And for me, my biggest thing I want to help my clients and my students with is I take clothing as a vehicle to help you on the journey of being the best version of yourself. And I don't think that there's ever just one day that you're the best version of yourself and that's it. There is going to be highs and lows and, you know, the best version of me back in February no longer resonates with who I am today, but that's okay. And so it's about being meeting where you are at right now and loving yourself through it because clothing is very, you know, it covers the, our sacred and vulnerable parts of our bodies. And so it, it tells a story. What you wear tells a story and you get to be the creator of that story because you can be wearing sweats, but look and feel amazing in it or a big t-shirt. I love wearing big t-shirts. You know, I used to also do pageants. And so I've been dressed up in really nice gowns, but I didn't feel good as a person. And so that clothing wasn't doing anything for me. I remember I was auditioning for being a dress model and I was not confident in myself and I was wearing a really nice dress. And my mom was like, you were just hunching and just like not feeling it. And so I didn't get it. And I remember thinking, wow, like my body language is changing. Like, and also I don't think the dress fit me well. So I was like hunching to kind of keep it up. But like, that just goes to show again, like how your clothing fits you again is going to show and make you feel a certain way. And I'm really big on people and this is hard for me. And I think this is a reason that I have to help people with it is so I can keep helping myself. I had an eating disorder back in high school. It started in high school. And I think it's something that honestly was just churning for a very long time. Growing up in the 2000s, when you see magazines of just like horse bikini bodies and just like the most awful things, tearing down people's women's bodies, especially all the time, I was just always criticizing myself. And I started watching the Rachel Zoe project. And that really just like, when I was sitting there really just like depressed and upset with my life that show like helped me because I loved watching the outfits that she wore so when I was doing the pageants I remember feeling so uncomfortable in my body but it was like that's what was I wanted to do it and one thing I was learning about clothing and how it fits you through because being on the recovering of an eating disorder, my body has fluctuated probably 40 to 50 pounds in the past 10 years. So my clothing size has changed a lot. And that has something that's been a struggle for me because especially with COVID, I gained weight from it. And I don't think that's a negative thing, even though I, I, I'm saying that out loud, but I know that there's still programming in me that is attached to negative meaning to it. But literally our bodies kept us alive during a global pandemic. We've never been through that before. So working with my clients, one of the things I 
you know, really want to hone in on is dressing for where you're at right now in your body and feeling good in that. Because if you're always trying to reach, because I've been there before, I'm always trying to reach these like goals. I'm like, when I get there, I will be happy. And then you get there and you're like, wait, I was not happy. And so it's like about embodying and being present with where you are right now. And a part of that is your clothing. And so I've had to be like, go and buy new jeans and some of my tops don't fit. And I'm like, it's okay. And I just like want to let other people know that that's okay. And just dress where you are right now. Because if I try to squeeze into some of my jeans that don't fit me (laughs) anymore, like it's not, I don't feel good at all. And I just feel shitty about myself, but jeans that fit perfectly now, I'm like, this is great. And I get to experiment with new styles. And as women, our bodies are always changing hourly, like daily, where you're at in your cycle as you age. So like your body is not meant to be the high school size. And again, that's something I've had to I'm going to probably be unprogramming my, programming myself for a while on of like, okay, cause I'm now 26. So, you know, fitting into the clothes that I fit when I was 14, like that just sounds wild. And some people still do fit into it, but that's not my personal story and that's okay. So if you find that yourself in that situation, tune into where you're at right now. And like, would that version of yourself that you want to be, would they be trying to fit themselves into a box that no longer is who they are or would they be dressing and feeling a way of what they want to be or where they want to resonate to? Yes. Yes. So much. Yes. And I really love that you're talking about this because I have a client that I've been working with for over a year and they were just sharing with me, they've been, they've struggled with, with weight and with body image and that their entire life. They're, they're literally twice my age. They're 60 years old. Like this woman is brilliant. I love her. And you know, we're having this conversation now and just really realizing the influence of society where she's like, when I was 20, I had the same mindset that I have now. And now I look at myself when I was 20 and I'm thinking, what the fuck was I thinking? Right. And, you know, we've had this conversation where like she's on her own weight loss journey and she doesn't want to go and buy new clothes because she's going to lose weight. And she's wearing these clothes that she doesn't feel good in. And I was like, why would you do that? It's like you're punishing yourself because you don't look a certain way. You have to fit into something smaller in order to feel good. Like you're literally punishing yourself. And it's like, you're allowed to literally like what you said, you're allowed to feel good in your body now. And when you wear clothes that fit you now, you're going to feel good now. Not when you lose 20 pounds or 30 pounds or 10 pounds or whatever. Right. And I just think that that is so it's, it's so underrated and it's a hundred percent because of the beauty industry, it is like billions of dollars of, you know, green tea, fast tea, you eat these gummies and lose weight and wear a size zero and low waisted jeans are coming back and whatever. Like it's, it's just, I don't think we realize how much we subscribe to things. And then it's the programming is deep. Like it runs so deep. You see this for years and years and years. Like I grew up I grew up reading cosmopolitan magazines every fucking month. I would buy that and go through it. And it's like ads of skinny models and bikinis and Photoshop and bronzer and, you know, filters. I feel like back then Photoshop was kind of more of a hush hush. Like you didn't really know, 
But then now that it's on our phones and you can put a filter on Instagram in two seconds, it's like everyone knows that everything's filtered now. So there's yes. like this new level of awareness that I'm noticing yes. in, in, in society. And it's like, it's just, I love what you're sharing because you're really emphasizing that we have more control over our energy and our physical experience, that we get to choose the clothes that we put on. We get to choose the intention that we give those clothes. And when we wear them and feel a certain way, it helps us show up to be the best version of ourselves. Yes. Like I just, I love I love the fluidity that you're describing and everything that you've shared so far. Thank you. I, I remember being like maybe eight years old and having a Victoria's Secret magazine or the catalog and just being like, I will never look like those girls and just like hating on myself so much. And I'm like, I've been doing inner child work for the past year. And like now looking back at it, I'm like, I'm having to go heal that inner child that was telling herself she wasn't good enough, like, and that her body, you know, didn't fit in. And I just, I think one thing is like, I never, I suffered a lot and I'm still suffering with it, but not as much with my body image. And I'm like, I want to help people not suffer. Like that is my main thing. And so clothing is that vehicle, because for me, it's a way to express yourself. And you know, we don't live in a nudist society. So like we have to wear clothing. So I'm like, okay, well, we might as well be intention about it. Reclaim your power. And one thing that I always tell people I'm working with is that beauty industry, fashion industry, everything really, it's a moving target. Like there's a carrot dangling in front of us at all times. And we're never going to reach that target because by the time that you buy something trendy, there's already a new trend coming out. And it's so fun to watch on TikTok, like Gen Z because they're just doing whatever. I see people wearing bathing suit tops as tops, like, and they're just like pulling all different from all different places where before we're kind of like, okay, you need to dress this way and to fit in. And then, all right, this is next season things. And now it's like, where are people even getting these ideas and wearing scarves as tops? And I just think I love seeing that fluidity because I think it allows people to really hone into who they are like I teach people like there's different style archetypes but I'm like those are just pillars for you to kind of get a gauge of where you lean towards just because you like most boho things doesn't mean that you have to dress all that way like my closet is literally a mix of every single thing and I pull all these things together my home is also the same way it's not one style because I find that very limiting to who I am as a person and so when you kind of just get that knowledge, you're like, you then see clothing a different way when you're shopping in a store, because you're like, okay, this kind of feels this way to me. This feels more bohemian. So like, if I'm going out to a picnic, I want to be wearing more flowy things. I have a lot of air to it. Or if I'm going to a black tie dinner, I want to be feeling glam, or I want to be feeling you know, in a classic style or edgy or whatever you want it to be, you can start deciding how you want to be and who you want to show up as because every single day I show up as a different person in my clothing. And I love that. And like, I just don't think that you have to put yourself into a box. Yes. So good. Okay. Have you watched the show TLC, What Not to Wear? I knew you were about to say that. I could feel it. <laughs> yes. 
I, I was like listening to you and then this was coming to me because I remember when I was, I must've been like in my late teens. And I, I remember sitting in the black recliner at my parents' house, like watching this after school and I just fucking loved it. So Stacy and Clinton, and it was crazy because I don't know how long, sometimes I wonder when they do these reality shows, like how long they record it for, like if this was like a two week event or a weekend or what, but it was so crazy because I, I loved seeing people come in and it was like their friends and family could just see they had so much potential and they just weren't allowing themselves to tap into what would make them feel sexy or beautiful or feel confident. And they were just, they were just stuck in this box that you're talking about. And then Stacey and Clinton would show up and be like, we're, we're, we're switching this up right fucking now. Yeah. Like this is not <laughs> happening. And watching these people like they did not change physically in the terms of like okay yes they did get their hair cut and probably got like a facial and put makeup on but who they are as a person didn't change it was literally their energy and how they were feeling about themselves because of the clothes that they were wearing and I remember watching the show and it was like crazy like the end reveal see people come out and they'd be like a totally different person and then you just see them being so fully self-expressed which ultimately actually impacts everyone in their life because their friends and family get to see them glowing. They get to inspire other people. Like it's actually so much more powerful than people realize is basically what I'm saying. It really is. And when I started my like styling business, I just saw it like as like very black and white of like, okay, this looks good on you and this doesn't. And kind of like embedding that. I remember like them like just sometimes being cruel sometimes to people and I definitely took that on and then I realized I was like man people have there's a lot of attachment to clothing that we don't realize like you know I wore this at this wedding or I wore this to this funeral or this specific life event happened um so I think kind of learning about that knowledge too around people and being able to help them with that because I'm like okay if you do have this meaning attached to this clothing like do you still want to have this this way? Or do we want to put a new meaning on it? Or do we just want to, you know, get rid of it and donate it or whatever? So yeah, I love that. I love that, that lens that you just described that through because I never really put two and two together of yeah. like how their energy shifted. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. And the funny thing is like, I still have, so I played rugby for five years in university from 20, 2009 until 2014. And during that time we got uh, t-shirts and rugby shorts every year with our kit. And I still have some of those shirts, which yes. means that they're like 12 years old. Right. And I still have these shirts and like they, the fate, like the, the print is fading. There's like cracks in the print and whatever. And like, they look old but the thing is it might look shitty and for someone else to be like oh this is just an old rugby shirt like it's and I'm like no I still wear this to the gym like I wear this oh, to the yeah. gym I wear this to bed this I'm comfortable in this but it's like it really is your own experience like I remember when I was dating my ex-boyfriend my ex-boyfriend's mom she wanted to move and she wanted to get rid of things in her place and so I was like okay cool like I'm the type of person that I can like I can purge like I'm, I'm yeah. that person even though I do have emotional attachments to things so we open up the closet in the hallway and she's got like a fur coat she's got this jacket from like the 1980s 1970s like there's things in there that have literally not been worn for decades and I'm like, okay. So I like pull a thing out and she's like, no, no, no. I can't get rid of that because of X, Y, and Z. And I'm like, okay, put that back in. 
pull something else out. No, no, no. I wore it to this thing. Like, just like you said, and I'm like, okay, put that back in. And nothing was taken out of the closet. Like she just couldn't, she just couldn't let it go. And I was like, this is so interesting because we hold on to clothing because it has this emotional value to it. But when we physically wear it, we don't feel good in it because we're not wearing it. So what, like, what's it going to be? Right. Yeah. What's the disconnect? Yeah. Oh, I think about that a lot because yeah, working with people and going through their closets, it's so interesting, you know, as we're going through pieces, when I work with my clients, they're like, well, this one has this story, just like you're saying. And it's like, you kind of, you start to understand a person by seeing why they're keeping things and what different things have a, a meaningful attachment. One of my favorite shirts, as you're talking about shirts, I, my 21st birthday, I guess they were shooting like shirts out of a shirt gun and somehow I got one of the shirts and lost like my key fob to my sister's place and my lipstick to fit that shirt in there. <laughs> like, and I still wear that shirt to this day. And I'm like, it, it's like, it doesn't even make sense. The shirt is not something I would wear normally, but I'm like, it just has such meaning to it. And I was also in a sorority. And so I I've collected all the shirts and eventually I'm going to ha- make a t-shirt blank out of it. And I'm like, these shirts mean a lot. Also, I designed some of the shirts at the time because I was the t-shirt chair at one point. So like those hold an even more special meaning and the memories I had in them. So like, again, tuning into it, I think my overall like message for people is like, start to notice your clothes, the emotions they give you. And like, I'll, take back that power from wherever you've given it away. Um, One of my ex-boyfriends in college, he, we had broken up at the time and I went out and I never really went out at the time when we were dating and I wore these pants and I wish I fit these pants right now because I'd be wearing them everywhere. Um, And he was, he, we like got back together. It was just, you know, silly, silly college relationship, but he was like, what pants did you wear when you went out? Or what'd you wear? He asked me. And I was like, I wore those, like those pants. And he was like, he just went and was like, he said the nastiest things to me. I think it's somewhere along the lines of like, you're a slut, you're a whore. Your dad would be disappointed. You're asking for it. And I never wore those pants again because I was so ashamed. And in that moment, I gave away my power to him by him telling me all these false, negative, awful things. And I just learned, I was like, man, we can't give away our power. And so when I work with people too, um, sometimes it's easy if they have a partner, they'll go out as we're trying on outfits and be like, hey, what do you think? And if they don't get the response that they're looking for, because I'm out there like amping, like my job is to help you realize who you truly are as a person. And so if their partner doesn't give them the response, then they like, I see the energy shift. And I'm like, first of all, like when you learn about like how people project and all of that stuff, then you start to take people's criticism a lot less, but it still hurts because you're like, oh, I just want this approval. And so another part of like being, knowing about your clothing is knowing that as long as you feel good in it and you feel beautiful, you, 
you can't let anyone else take that away from you. And I think that goes for anything in life. You know, being in a relationship with someone, a job, as long as you are secure in yourself and happy, and that is going to evolve over time as you evolve as a person, all the noise is not going to matter. And then you start realizing that people are just projecting and then it just like, it goes into a new level of not giving a fuck and it's great. (laughs) Oh my God. Yes. It's so funny that you shared this because I was just chatting with my coach and I'm working with a relationship coach right now because I'm working on tapping into my feminine essence. And she was sharing with me, she's very much connected to it. Like she, she loves to wear very feminine things. Like she just like, she just like oozes sensuality from a place of empowerment. Like it's magnetic. It turns heads. And so she she realized like she was telling me the story how she showed up at her parents' place and her dad saw her. She was wearing like a skirt and like a tight shirt. Like she just, she looked great. And her dad was like, oh, you look weird. That was his response to her. And for her, she was like, right away at first, she reacted and was like, oh my God, you know, they don't like, he doesn't approve. My own father doesn't approve of what I'm wearing. But then she realized that he was simply projecting you know, this crushing of femininity and how if you dress a certain way, you're a slut or you're this or you're that. And it's like, when we have the awareness, like you said, that's when we have the opportunity to not agree with it. And in that moment, she realized she's like for 30 seconds, I was shook. And then I just shifted and was like, no, that that's not, I'm not, I'm not going to subscribe to your beliefs, your reality, your perception. I think that's so important. So I love, I love, love, love that you shared that. And so one of the other things that I wanted to chat with you about is have you ever, because there's, there's this, I've seen this thing with fashion and clothes and whatnot of like consumerism, right? And just like, oh, well, if you just go and buy new clothes all the time, like where are you getting these clothes from? Like you're just polluting the planet and so on. And I'm curious to know if you've ever had people come to you and I don't want to say bash what you're doing, but if they've ever questioned you or like how you bring in, you know, being ethical and, you know, when you donate and just when you, where you get clothes from, like, how do you tie that in with what you're doing? Yeah, honestly, I've never really had anyone bash me for it, but it's been in my head of being like, are people going to shit on me for when I tell them that my hat is urban outfitters or this jacket is forever 21 because it is fast fashion and it's a lot in my head to be honest um but that's been something I've been working through because I'm like a lot of my clothes in my closet when I buy I'm very intentional about how I buy things and then when I shop for my clients or I help my clients my students with learning how to shop there's questions of like okay am I just buying this like it kind of goes like a like one of those things where it's like, yes, question, yes or no. You ask another question, yes or yes, no. Yes. That's kind of the process because I'm like, we're we're here to be mindful. We're here to be intentional about what we're buying. So a lot of my clothes in my closet are, I don't know, 10 years old. And that if they still fit, I keep them. And if they still resonate with me. If not, I personally have donated to like women's shelters. I know a few people that need clothing. So I give it to them or Goodwill. So there's that way that I'm like, okay, at least I'm not just throwing it out of my garbage. Like an H&M at one point, they were like, if you donated your clothes, they'd give you like a 15% off coupon. I don't know if they do that everywhere, at least in the States they were doing it. So that's one thing. And then the other thing is like, just about like asking people and having them start tapping into why they want a thing. So say 
you want a white button down shirt. Well, why do you want it? Do you want it because you see a bunch of people wearing it and you just want to be like them or which is not a bad thing. I think any question I ask people, there's no right or wrong answer. It's just where you sit with it. Or is it something that is going to be a staple in your closet and that you're going to wear 15 different ways? And you also saw people wearing it. I'm actually going through this right now with a white button down. I need to go get one because I'm like, there's so many different things. And I, I think about things a lot too. Sometimes I'll put stuff in my cart and then I won't, you know, get it until I feel the urge within me, my manifesting generator side to go press purchase. I think just like, again, being aware, not, you know, before when I was, I want to say sleep, I would just like go shopping all the time and come back with bags of clothing and like, you know, just like, I'd be kind of shuffling things in and out all the time. And now because of COVID last year where I realized it, I was like the first few weeks of it, I was like, I need to buy like new pillow covers for my place. I need to buy this and this because I'm very into interior design also. And then I was like a few weeks later that urge passed by and I was like, did I want it for that instant feeling or did I want it because it'll actually make me happier in the long run? So one thing I like try to practice and tell other people if they resonate with it is, you know, think about something before you do it and where's the place that you're coming from. And, you know, don't shit on yourself. If you don't like the place that you are coming from, that's okay. Like just sit with it for a little bit and see how you feel and don't ever pressure yourself to buy things. Like if it doesn't feel good to you. I love that. And I think it's so important because I, I remember, I think I was like 16 and this is a mistake in itself. I went shopping on boxing day and I went with some friends of mine at the time. And I, I went into, I can't even remember the name of the store, but they had like print tees and just things that you would wear when you're like 16 in, yeah. you know, the freaking early two thousands. And, uh, and so I just thought it was so interesting because I remember I went, I was just buying things and there's so many people and the energy of being in the mall was crazy. Like it yeah. was so overwhelming. And then I remember I went home and I'm, I'm alone and I'm with the clothes and I'm like, what the fuck did I just buy? Like, yeah. what is this? And then it was final sale because it was boxing day. And I, I just thought this is, this was such a waste and there was just such a lack of intentionality. And then that became wasteful. Right. And it was, that was like such a consumerism thing. And I was like, oh my God, like I just know. And I'm the type of person, I don't do a lot of shopping, but when I want something, I know what I want and I'll just go and yeah. get it. Like I'm wearing this like kind of rustic red crew neck hoodie right now. And I bought a blue one a couple of weeks ago. It's from Aerie. It's really cozy. And I was like, fuck, because at the time I thought, oh, I should get the red and the blue. And I was like, I'm just going to get the blue. And then I went back. I was in Victoria and I was like, I want the red one. Like I, like I want the red one. So I literally went to the store to buy the red one and I was laughing because it was on sale. And I was like, that is a sign from the universe. Like it was yes. just such an intentional buy that I felt even better when I yep. was wearing it. Absolutely. Not, yeah. Coming at everything with intention and instead of just being in a trance. Have you ever read the book, Outwitting the Devil? No. Or listened to it? Okay. I listened to that book last year. If you, anyone ever listens to it, don't listen to it when you're trying to fall asleep. It's so scary because <laughs> um, it has two different voices, but he talks about how people pretty in the book, the author has a conversations with the devil and 
it was really fascinating because he calls people drifters and it's just people that are just going through life. And for so long of my life, I had been, you know, a, a drifter. That's not a bad thing. It was just what I was born into. And then once I had that like flip of a switch moment in May of last year, I was like, oh, everything I'm doing has a ripple effect. Every single thing. Like, and it's like, what part what do I want that ripple effect to be? And I think one thing that I started doing in myself is like coming from that version of myself. So like the, you know, six figure personal stylist version of me that I was working full-time for myself, I start making decisions from there right now. So that way it, cause I don't think it's just going to pop out of, you know, the air one day of like, okay, it's here. It's like, no, I have to start working at it and practicing it. And I think that is within everything in your life and clothing is a big part of it. How would that six figure version, if that's what you want to be, you know, how would they dress? Would they be wearing underwear with holes? Would they be wearing a bra that doesn't fit? Would they be wearing, you know, a dress that is way too tight and not comfortable? And so then they're just like shitting on themselves all day every time they try to sit in it and it's too tight. Or would they be wearing, you know, underwear that when they take off their clothes, they feel really good. Underwear is a really big thing for me because it is the base layer. And I think a lot of people just don't think about it. You know, they have their underwear for 10 years and then they don't get rid of it. And you know, I am definitely a person that had did that in the past, but I was like, every time I was taking off my clothes, I would just strip off and not even want to look at myself. And I'm like, what is that? Why is that? And so then I started, it was just too tight. So then I started getting underwear that was fitting me and that felt really good. And I'm like, Ooh, I like walking around in my underwear, looking at myself in the mirror and, you know, cultivating that relationship with my body, because I think for so long there's shame around it. So yeah, just knowing and being very intentional with every single piece that you're wearing. Like when I wear jewelry, I'm very intentional about what jewelry I'm wearing because it makes me feel a certain way. So like today was very gold for me and I have different crystal bracelets. This one's Jade. I'm half Vietnamese. And so Jade is a big thing in the Vietnamese culture. So I'm just very like calculated about things. And I'm like, if I can help anyone do that too. So that way they can start because once you start doing it there, then it just goes to every other aspect in your life, your jobs, how you're eating, your workout schedule, your friends, the TV you watch. Once you start getting intentional with it, you're like, shit, like, because I don't know if you ever like watch like reality TV and I love it, but like, I used to watch like real housewives all the time. And then I would start acting like them. And I was like, what is this? And my friend said the same thing too. He's like, when I was watching real housewives, I just turned into a straight bitch. Cause like, <laughs> I was like, that's funny because we don't realize it. Like, you know, you start consume, right? Like what you consume is what you become. (laughs) Exactly. Everywhere. Like what you're watching on TikTok, all of it. So it's like, yeah, just that intention. I love that. I love that so much. And I, I really love everything that you shared today was a freedom within structure and intentionality which ultimately is the framework for the most authentic self-expression that someone can have. Yes. That's like, if I were to summarize our entire conversation in one sentence, that was it. (laughs) Oh, I love that. And you, I just think that like, you get to decide, you get to decide who you want to be every single day and you can rewrite that story and, you know, publish a whole new one every single day, you get that chance every hour, like, 
And knowing that you hold that power within yourself is freedom because, you know, as humans, we operate off of emotion. And so most of the time we just want to feel happy and we'll chase that. And then it's like, well, what's actually my happiness that's actually helping me or what is the happiness that's hindering me? So, you know, if you're shopping a lot and going into debt and all that stuff, it's like, is that actually helping me or hindering me? Like, and just start questioning. I think I always question myself and a lot of people were like, just stop overthinking. And I'm like, no, because like, I just like, I knew that my existence on this planet wasn't just a mere coincidence. I knew it was to help other people and, you know, be on this journey of myself. Like this incarnation of my life, like last week was my birthday. And I was just sitting there. I got, I went to a Korean spa with my sisters and I got a body shampoo where they like scrub every inch of you and like flip you around on the table, butt naked, like, like a fish. And I just remember sitting there and being like, I think this is my favorite incarnation on earth that I've had yet. Because at this phase of my life, I'm very, I'm more aware of things and it's going to help me in the long run. So that way I'm not, because now that I'm doing it, like all my friends, like they start being like, oh, like I met someone and they sounded like you, like with the different things you're talking about. And then they start questioning and like, I've taken them crystal digging and crystal shopping and all of that stuff. And like, I think learning to integrate that with my life was like really just, that was scary as hell because growing up Catholic, like it was just very like, you know, this is wrong. This is right. This is in the Bible and, you know, going a 180 and kind of doing outside of that was scary. And to tell my family that, and my friends that, but everyone's accepted me with open arms. And I'm at the point where I'm like, you either like it or you don't, I'll send you with love. If you don't, if you like it, ask me questions. I'm here to help you and help, you know, because like through my journey, I've had so many different people help me that were just such amazing. And I'm like, I want to do that for other people. I, I'm really just adoring your, just your big heart of really wanting to help people, you know, and it's like, it totally is that four line in human design, like shining through right now, <laughs> like just totally. And I, I really love that. I just feel like there's so much integrity with what you're doing because you're literally being what you're saying and you're, you're like walking the walk and talking the talk. And I just, I absolutely love that. And I just think it's so, it's so refreshing, you know, because a lot of conversations I've had with coaches for example or just other business owners like it, it has been a lot of the spiritual like inner work but you're actually creating something very concrete that's visible because it's on your body and you said something earlier that I just wanted to touch on really quick that I really loved was that the clothes that we wear cover the sacred parts of our body right like it is it is a shield but it's also a veil to physically what we have underneath of that and that is like so precious you know it yeah. is like protecting that those sacred parts of us. And so I love it when you gave the example of, you know, what kind of underwear you're wearing. Cause it's true. I've a hundred percent been that person who wore underwear that was just like falling apart. I'm like, why the fuck am I doing that? <laughs> like, I literally think that I'm just, because it's covered up, it doesn't matter. But like, I don't feel like this doesn't feel sexy. Like if somebody caught me in my underwear, I'd be like, you know, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that's yeah. like my fear like I've heard like if you get in a car accident like sometimes they'll cut off your clothing and I'm like I cannot be caught <laughs> like it's such a 3D 
ADD thing to say, but like, it's so true. Oh my God. That's so funny. Can you imagine just like, if that was how you decided what kind of underwear you're wearing? Okay. If I got in a car accident today and they had to cut my clothes off, how do I want to look near bare ass naked? Okay. This is it. This bra, this underwear, I'm feeling it. Oh my gosh. So funny. Well, before I wrap things up in our conversation today, is there any sort of last minute things or just like a golden nugget that you want to leave with our listeners? I think to love where you're at in your journey of life and just really soak in every single moment of that because that version of you will not exist again. And I've watched myself die and rebirth so much over the past year. And, you know, if you want to wear something, wear it, wear it now and show up as that version of yourself that you desire to be because you are that it's already there. It's just a matter of you uncovering that. And that's why my company is called refined by V short little snippet of how I got that name. I was at the airport for work and I had to leave my family and I was really upset. And this is in February of 2019. And I was like, I need to find a name. And I looked up like synonyms for like fashion and beauty and refinement was one of the words. And I sent it to my sisters and they're like, I sent a few words and they liked refinement. And so I then put it refined. And then I put by V because I was like, I wanted it to be a little more personal to me. And the whole premise around my company is removing all that yuck and bullshit. I call it plaque from that's been built up over the years to come back to who you truly are as a person. And that's it. It's already there. It's just, we got to remove all the things around it that inhibited you to be who you truly are. Oh my and that's gosh. it. That was perfect. I love that so much. Can you share with our listeners where they can connect with you on social media? And if you have a website and I'll put this information in the show notes as well. Absolutely. So my Instagram is at refined by V same for TikTok, um, same for Pinterest and all of them. I mean, they all hold different purposes. So like Instagram is more inspirational quotes and, you know, connecting with me as a person, TikTok is for fun stuff and some knowledge. Pinterest is for inspiration of like clothing and quotes. And then my website is refinedbyv.com. And I will be launching my signature course, Refined A to V coming in September. So if you resonate with anything I said, sign up for the wait list and it's going to be a blast because, you know, just stepping into who you are as a person is so exciting and to help people and get the honor to help people do that. It just humbles me so much. That's so cool. I really, I honestly love what you're doing. It's so unique. I really enjoyed our conversation and I just, I don't, I don't talk about fashion and and clothes that often, you know, it's just been something that's been a comfort for me, but I really love talking about the self-expression and the intentionality behind it. Cause I think that that's so powerful. So I just want to thank you for sharing everything that you shared today. And it was like such good energy. And I love that we got to bring in human design a little bit and how kind of mind blowing that was too, of how accurate it was. So thank you so much for coming on. Thank you. And I want to thank our listeners for listening. Of course, if you can subscribe and leave a review, definitely follow Victoria on Instagram and check out her program coming out. And if you have any questions, if you share this episode, make sure you tag both of us because we want to hear what you got out of it. So thank you for listening and I'll catch you in the next episode.